not gonna lie, this might be a quick epi, bro. Me and wifey got some se- chicken Caesar salads. They ain't going nowhere. That's all right, a, all right. Let's a, shut up talking about it ain't going nowhere. <laughs> you know what wasn't going nowhere was that SmackDown you were taking in Smash last night. <laughs> Listen, I was laying it down, all right? I was <laughs> that that fucking SmackDown was staying right there for you. I was upset. No. Acting like you weren't getting those frog legs. Hey, for those oh, listening, yeah, I guess. For those listening, I want you to know that Paul's, not, for making, me, man. Paul's not making any eye contact, which tells me he got his ass whooped. <laughs> Whatever. When Min comes out, you'll be fucking eating your words. Okay. From half across the stage. I'll be eating them ramen noodles. All right, whatever you say. With some barbecue salt. <laughs> some barbecue salt. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> you got your voice vocal cords ready? Well, let me take a sip real quick. Let me take a sip. You know what I'm sipping on right now, man? Orange what? mango bio Ew. Ew, don't ever do that again. Excuse me. All right, three, <laughs> a two, one. Welcome to another episode of Between You and Me. We're not doing the ASMR thing. Did you have something to say? What the hell was that? It was ASMR, bro. No, we are not doing that. Stuff. The hell, no. what do you... I don't know. Like, I'm not, not gonna not. listen back to this and have you whisper in my ear. Turn the volume up, right? As he uh, gently <laughs> touches touches his microphone. <laughs> oh god! I <laughs> feel Elijah on the back of your neck. You're like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I am joined by. The homies, Michael Myers. How does that shit go? How does this shit go? Thank you. Oh, that's a that's nice actually slap. That's not nice. gonna lie. That was kind of uh, nice. Turn that shit into like a, a trap song. That'd be lit. Yo, Jordan Peele's gonna sample that. It that's might have already happened, honestly. <laughs> that's facts. That's facts. Also, I am joined by Paul Bunyan, a tree chopping mother. Fucker. Yeah, that's right. He looks like he's chopped a tree yeah. or two in his life. Oh, yeah. Like, chopped, I chopped a tree. He built what like you a tree. Do, <laughs> but, is that negative? You trying to be negative right now? No, trees are strong. It's positive vibes out here, all right? Yeah, I wasn't going to catch this wood over here. <laughs> that stick. <laughs> no, we're done. We're moving on from that. Can you introduce me already? And I'm joined <laughs> by Mark Naird. Uh, I was hoping you'd do it. I was like, Elijah, it's too easy. Could you, could you can't, you can't not do it. it was, I had no choice but to do it. And for those of you, it was like, wow, that name Mark Naird sounds familiar. Well, it does because he is the main character, or one of the main characters on the show we're talking about. And what show are we talking about today, Mark Naird? <clears throat> Space Force. Actually, Space Force. It should be like, yeah. more like Space Force. Or however the fuck you oh, know. should it be more like Space? space. I, I guess I guess the way you say it really gives a connotation about how the show is. Yeah. You have to give it the EA Sports voice, the EA Sports. <laughs> it's in the game. <laughs> well, yeah, um, this is an episode we were probably, we were supposed to do a few weeks ago, um, but you know, state of the world and everything, we ended up pushing this back. Um, but now we're getting around to it again. Right, but honestly, it works out though, because we, we kind of talked about it 
giving the audience some time to watch something, let it breathe, because we're going to talk about like a weekend, mm-hmm. and I'm not good at not spoiling shit, so we wanted to mm. give you like at least a month and some change to watch it. Now it's not completely mm. our fault if we spoil it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like we're gonna have, <laughs> but yeah, spoilers like, ahead. Yeah, exactly. I no. think we should. I think we're gonna like separate this somewhat into a spoiler, uh, like a less spoilery and a more spoilery part. But we'll give like a yeah, spoiler synopsis, and then yeah. But I wouldn't we'll exactly be holding on to the idea that we're not gonna spoil anything. Like you know, people are very touchy with their spoilers nowadays. Like you say like one thing and they like connect 50 dots and they're like, you spoiled that for me. And you're like, Wait. but you connected like 87 dots to get there. Like, did I really spoil it? Or did you yeah. spoil it yourself? Or <laughs> clearly. <laughs> I just don't understand. Somebody will be like, yeah, at the end of the movie, this character did this. And then they, I mean, did something or they laughed or something. And the person will be yeah. like, well, now I know that character is going to survive till the end of the movie. And you're Remember like, was Coke? there ever a question was... that that character would survive? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Remember that can of Coke he grabbed? That's the same can of Coke that bullet shot through that got him through the nose. (laughs) 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 He spoiled it. What? It's like, how did I spoil everything? I don't, I don't know. But that's all right. Spoiler warnings for anyone. Anyway, about the show. Space one. So, uh, does anyone in particular want to talk about the premise of the show or? should I do that or what's going the on? The meme. The show is built Me? on a meme. <laughs> it is based on a it, it the show is based on a meme. That is that is the interesting part to talk about. I forgot about that. Because you know that. Donald Trump's a mess and you know talking about <laughs> we need a space force. And so someone ran with it and created a show about like the implications of having a space force. And, and not just, like, what it would be to have one, but what it would be to build one from the ground up, a new branch of the fucking military. Yep. Um, and so it follows Mark Naird, the general, his family, kind of how they're adjusting to living on the other side of the country. Um, you kind of delve into the life of the head scientist who kind of is having trouble, uh, I mean... They have the eternal struggle between politics and science. You don't really need me to explain what that might be. It just is. Mm-hmm. Um, you we have need more money. Sports. We don't want to give you money. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, and you don't want to take the time to listen to what we're actually trying to do. So, yeah. Um, then you have Ben Schwartz playing his, like, not John Raphael type. He's, like, a step above in seriousness on John Raphael, honestly. <laughs> Which is still pretty damn fucking low yeah. on the scale of seriousness. But he's really, but I think he plays like a much more like well-rounded and forgivable character. Well, I mean, John Ralphio is literally the worst, but yes, yeah, yeah I definitely agree. <laughs> but you get to see, you know, Mark Naird's daughter, you get to see the life of a pilot who kind of is struggling to uh, find purpose within the... Uh, Space Force, considering they're in the uh, what? I can't even remember what branch of the military they actually. Uh, this character actually flies for. I think she was Air Force. Yeah, was Air Force? I think she. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you know, there's that. And then, is there any other character that I'm forgetting? Um. Uh, hmm. the Russian Basically. boyfriend. Oh. Like, they were even like important enough. I feel like those were I just like. like the, there are a lot plot of devices. Devices. 
I was gonna say yeah. there are a lot of characters, and I feel like this is kind of a weakness of the show a little bit that like you watch like a whole season and you're like, this character did nothing the entire season, and you're like, <laughs> why did you, why did you even get as much screen time as you did? Right. Um, it, I don't know. Are we digging? Are we digging into the heavier kind of spoiler now that the the general theme well, of I the think, show has been? I think we should maybe go into our first impressions. Yeah, I was say, how do you guys feel about the show without spoiling it? Um. My first impression, well, I, I I assume everyone had heard, like, it's like The Office, but in space. Um, and I didn't know exactly how to feel about that. Because, I mean, I haven't really watched The Office, but the parts I had seen, I am not, like, necessarily in love with. Um, so I didn't know exactly. I was a little apprehensive going into it. Um, but then I had seen the trailers and stuff, and I saw a lot of, like, actors and actresses that I had, I had known. Um, a lot of like very prominent ones that were in different spots. And I was like, oh yeah, that seems cool. I'll give it a shot. Um, and this is gonna, I think this technically counts as a spoiler, um, but it's very small. And if you watch five seconds into the show, you know this happens. Um, then they do like the time skip that they do at the very beginning of the show, where like mm -hmm. basically one second they're like, Space Force is now a thing. And the next second they're like, a year later, um, and I really think that a lot of my problems with the show come from that time skip. I, I really wish they let us see them, him build it from the ground up rather than like them skip all this time and then be like, okay, now this is what it is. And just, you we're doing it from here. Yeah. Personally, I yeah. think I would have really liked to see him like try to gather the team, like see like his his family like adjust to this new life. Like I would have, I feel like I, like immediately I would have rather see that. Um, it's so I think that's something that, that I didn't quite like as much as I wanted to. That's part of my first impression. Nah, I can feel that. Especially like if it, if it is coming from the ground up, you're doing a shit from scratch. Like how did you come to terms with the people that you hired? Cause there are some fucking characters. Like how did you get fuck Tony as an assistant? <laughs> <laughs> where did Adrian Mallory come from? Who, by the way, Adrian has like low key is the most swagged out man I've seen in a while. Besides Kring, yeah. that man yeah. got some swag. When oh, he, the scientist guy? Yeah, bro. You know? Oh, he he definitely knows what he's doing. Oh my jeez, those are some nice outfits, bro. <laughs> you you know you got swag when you don't call it a suit, you call it an ensemble. I was like, okay. Hey. Okay. The ensemble. <laughs> the ensemble. <laughs> but, uh, overall, though, it was um for me, it started slow as shit, bro. For real. I I would agree. I feel like some some of the comedy was kind of forced, but I will admit I was kind of chuckling with who, was, who were they just with the Air Force they were disrespecting. Like they're like get out the fucking room. The Coast Guard. <laughs> the Coast Guard. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that was like their funniest like joke. I thought is <laughs> that everybody just was like. <laughs> He's like, one of the Coast Guard guys like, hey, you're below me. And they're like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but not like, um, after after we agreed that we weren't going to do an episode for like a couple weeks, I said, like, all right, fuck this show, nigga. And only, yeah. came, only came back to it this week, bro, bro. But like, I came back to it and that shit had me fucking rolling out my seat. So it definitely got stronger as the season went on. I will admit that. I agree with you guys on the time skip. I feel like they just did it because they're like, wait, this is more interesting to us anyway. Like they thought the premise could be a little bit, they got more comedic routes with it as opposed to Lynch just starting out. Cause I feel like the joke of just starting it is all they really had. Maybe that's why they did time skip. Mm -hmm. um, as someone who watched The Office and saw this, 
it didn't feel like the office it felt like mm. office and friends <laughs> mm. like it's just people that were a part of that production having fun on a different project that's yeah. what it felt like to me um mm. and if you like that type of stuff like if you like ben schwartz and them like if you if you like those people like you will find something to enjoy in this show um it did get a little too slow for me as to why i kind of dropped it after a while um mm -hmm. anya finished it and when i tuned back in where she was it was interesting right but the thing <laughs> is i don't think i would go back to watch that like and that's something like shows i feel like shows for me can't take that long to be interesting you know that hit you mm -hmm. right away yeah so i don't know that this is me personally Right, and also, sorry, Michael, before you go, I just need to know what the fuck did Maggie do to get put in jail? They just, just. I don't think they explained it. Yeah, I was gonna say after like four episodes when they hadn't explained it, I was like, you're never gonna explain this, right? <laughs> right. Like she's unless it happens jail. on literally the last episode, they're never gonna tell you. Exactly. I thought that was the more interesting stuff. I was like, man, I wish they explored this more. Like, right. I don't know, but yeah, go ahead, Michael. I'm sorry. Um, I, I just, you know, didn't, I didn't love the show. Um, it, it, it didn't feel like The Office or like Parks and Rec or 30 Rock or any like work-based comedy mm. series. And I don't know if it's because it was on Netflix as opposed to like CBS, ABC, NBC or any of those. Um, it just, it, it took a while to like feel like anything was actually happening as a general like like on the whole I feel like there isn't really like something that they're moving towards like there's no ongoing narrative um, and the show isn't like episodic and comedic enough to stand on its own without like an overarching like narrative like some of the characters like on their own are compelling but like all together I don't feel like I see each character enough each episode to like want to return to it like the, the yeah. pilot girl her, she's she's funny and she's interesting yeah. and I like the daughter too and I like when the daughter and her interacted but like I feel like I don't see enough of them in general to like care no. it's, it's kind of funny because I think the problem I have with the show is very similar to what you were saying is that like it didn't seem to know whether or not it wanted to be episodic or like more of a narrative. Like it had, like mm -hmm. it did have like an overall arching, like flowing thing, like flowing narrative, but it also wanted to be funny, but like it made it so like a lot of the jokes it felt like were done in really, really long scenes. Like, like it wasn't like quick pace, like you were saying, like with like off, like office comedies usually are, mm -hmm. like where it's just like joke after joke after joke. It was just like, this one joke keeps going for five minutes. And then at the end, you might laugh or you might not laugh. And a lot of times, um, I think Casey was actually telling me this, it gets you close to laughing. Like you're like, I almost laughed there, but it didn't really ever take it home and actually make me like laugh out loud very often. Yeah. Which is crazy because they had so many funny people in that show. It's, yeah, it, it just and, didn't come together. And it really does come across like you were saying, like office people or friends people hanging out because it's like, I know that I like these people individually and I know that they can be funny, but I do feel like you guys are just 
picking two of these characters and saying like, all right, you, this character and this character, go in a plane, go get in a helicopter and tell some jokes and see if it works out. And, yeah. and you know like, what? That's, that's what I feel like the show Brooklyn Nine-Nine does really well. I feel like all of the pairings that they like throw together in each episode, I'm like, wow, that was really organic. And now I get to see what happens when these two spend time together. Mm-hmm. But it's mm. like in Space Force, I'm like, oh, this is what the fuck we're getting this time. And yeah. I have to like, <laughs> and I and I can't even assume that it's going to be good. I have to hope that it will be. But like in other shows, I just know it's going to be fucking hysterical. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine does a good job of being both funny and charming with its pairings. Like in this show, I feel like each pairing, I only ever got like a couple minutes with them per episode, and I'm like. Like, I guess that was cool. I guess it was cool seeing Jin Yang hang out, like, with, like, um... <laughs> I, yeah, I still call him Jin Yang from Silicon Valley, but I guess it was cool seeing him, like, have a romantic connection with, um, with the, with the pilot. But, like, at the same time, like, there were only, like, five scenes of them in, like, four different episodes where they actually hung out. And it was, like, just assume that they're getting along really well. Like, she's suddenly in space. Just assume that, like, the two of them have been yeah. talking every she- night. She really quickly became an astronaut, and I'm just like, <laughs> I, I feel like that's not what happens. Make him mind no, like, nigga. Like even if you're a, even if you're a fucking Air Force pilot, I feel like you just don't very quickly become an astronaut. The only benefit to the show I'll give for that, and not even the benefit, I'll just say like the the amount of jumps of logic of them <laughs> even creating a space force. I think warrants why they're just making people astronauts. It's because they're kind of like, uh, we have some pilots. They can fly <laughs> stuff, like, right? <laughs> fair enough. Like, I feel it, like that jump of logic actually happened in those but conversations. Then like, <laughs> like, I feel like the show is like, it makes me really question it though, because it's like, sometimes they're like, let's be ridiculous and just throw some electricians onto the, uh, onto a, um, a spaceship. And just like take them out there and it'll be cool onto a rocket or whatever and then sometimes they're like we act we need to keep these like four human beings in the same environment together for years before we can even like send them on a mission and i'm like is it important that they need to like make sure like you do this like long experiment or are you just fucking throwing people out there i don't know how seriously you want me to take this like (laughs) i fucking lost it when uh (laughs) when they were asking about the moon mission and, and homegirl said, uh, so how are we going to do it with werewolves in their natural habitat? I fucking <laughs> <lost> <laughs> Hollyhock? Yeah. <laughs> Hollyhock from Bojack Horseman. Fucking great. <laughs> or when, when, when uh, homeboy said, her being on the moon makes you two inches taller. Is that both ways? I say, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> they had the most stupid questions I, I, I have ever heard in my life. That shit was so fucking funny. <laughs> oh, that shit had me fucking dead. I, real quick, though, because we, we mentioned Jimmy O. Yang, or Jimmy Yang. Real quick, I was listening. This is kind of crazy, but you know one of the, um, the Asian scientists that were on the mm-hmm. moon? Apparently... <laughs> That shit, one of them was actually his actual father, right? And <laughs> what makes what makes it hilarious, because he, he talked about this on uh, uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. His father, like a year or two ago, looked at Jimmy and said, what you do is easy as fuck. I bet I could do it. Mind you, his dad's like 80. <laughs> and in a year, year or so changes, nigga lands a fucking 
uh, job on Space Force, and Jimmy's been working Dang. his whole fucking life to be. <laughs> so, dude, like, yo, your job's easy, dude. He said, he said what you do was easy, and now, he, and now apparently his dad thinks he could do stand-up comedy. So he's like, yo, just give me a whole stuff theater. And Jimmy's like, bro, relax. <laughs> bro, bro, chill, chill, chill. That shit's crazy, fam. But wow. no, I mean, like like we said, uh, you know what? Here's a question. Do you think there's too many people? Because I feel like the overarching theme is like the other workplace shows. They have like kind of like a tighter knit amount of people where you can you can get a, a pairing that you want here or there. But with Space Force, it's like 10 million people you got to try to fit in. Cause like I, you know what's crazy? Like they even um, like on on like episode eight, they're like, oh fuck, we have like a construction worker that would be great with Mark Nair. Let's throw her back in there. Like, like yeah, like yeah, yeah. I, I I would definitely. I mean, personally, I would agree with that. I mean, when I when you're writing up the episode, I was like, holy crap, there are a lot of characters to talk about. <laughs> um, and yeah. it, it, it's like it's funny because they like it feels like a lot of times they want to give like a one character like one interesting thing about them. And that's it. Like the one, um, like the daughter, the guy, the guy that the daughter was into, like he had that, like he had that disability where you can't imagine things. Oh, uh, the Akai guy. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, interesting. I wonder if no. It's like it, it, there's nothing really <laughs> more to it. That that's basically the <laughs> And he's all too hard. And like the characters <laughs> are charming enough, but like. I, I do feel like a lot of workplace comedies really do well when they have like a core, like a core group that gets pretty equal time, and then like an outside group that they bring in every once in a while, you know. Where this character, yeah. this one kind of seemed like it had the main character was Mark Naird, and then there were a ton of characters that like all orbited around it. Right. 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 <laughs> Screen time varies. Space one. Nice one, Mark. <laughs> yeah, I just felt like um, I don't know. It felt very like surface level as far as like um, like what they were trying to go for. Like it felt like sometimes they were really trying to hone in. Like oh, this is supposed to be funny and goofy, and like uh, and this is spoiled territory. Like but when like um, the, the head scientist says I'm gonna put myself on fire, and <laughs> like Ben Swartz is like. Okay, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> but like the lead up to that moment was kind of serious, and he was like, "Yo, I gotta make like a big stand, and I gotta like put this out to the world so we can do something." And they just kind of drop it. Yeah. I was kind of like, "Okay, I didn't expect you to be put on fire, but like also, <laughs> you could have did something else." I don't know. I I, I I I didn't think it was worth the joke <clears throat> that they were trying to do. I think that's like. Oh. Oh, sorry, Morphe. No, 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 um, no. I felt like there were, you know, there weren't like an excessive amount of characters, <laughs> um, but they just really weren't like distinguished enough. Like, kind of. I mean, I'm kind of just going along with what all of you have said. Like, it, it was really a very surface level series. Like, if they wanted to just do like a satire, I feel like they could have done it really well, and it would have just been like joke after joke talking about like you know the politics around needing a space force and how ridiculous it is in the first place but they didn't they tried to make no. it something compelling like yes we did this and we're gonna make it the best that we can um it makes me think of the one one episode episode i think it was the third episode after the uh the monkey got kidnapped it was the one after that where they're talking to congress 
And I just thought like that was the most compelling episode in the entire season. It was really like uh, the scientist and Mark kind of like butting heads, but ultimately coming together. But at the same time, it's like, this is what we're doing. This is what we're about. And this is what we could accomplish. We could, Mm -hmm. you know, help make a better defense system. We could reduce global waste and lower hunger and poverty levels. But, you know, if you're going to try and be this big thing, then it has to be fully fleshed out. And I feel like they just... Well, that, they didn't and, do that, and that's what I was actually. That's what I wanted to bring up too. Is like, okay, you may be right that there's not a lot of characters, but at the same time, like shows like Parks and Rec, The Office, Brooklyn Nine Nine, their typical episode per season is like eighteen, nineteen. This is only ten episodes uh, for a season. That, that's really true. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. Then, and I, I, so you're missing like half the time you right. would have spent I mean, with those characters. But then it's like the episodes are still longer than the typical episode for those shows are. It's like only like five, yeah. five minutes, like half hour, 27 minutes. So you pick up what, like an extra two episodes a season that way? Like, yeah, yeah, probably about two, three episodes. Do you guys feel like there's more? Because like, I don't know, the cliffhanger they ended on. I don't know. I just don't see where this show is going beyond but, more hijinks. But do you know what? Like, I, I'm thinking of like Parks and Rec. That show did not find its flow until season like three. It was yeah. after like the character so. Mark leaves and uh, Ben and, and uh, uh, Chris Traeger are there. That's when the show really picked up and it and became Perkins. what it was. So I feel like I will still. Like, it wasn't my favorite show, and Steve Carell isn't my favorite, but I'll still probably, like, keep my eye out for it when when season two comes out. Because I believe it's already been confirmed. Yeah, see, I'm not so sure, personally, because I think, and I think I really came to this conclusion while having this conversation with you guys, I, I, <laughs> I think that the show suffers from, like, not knowing how to commit to something. And I mean that in the way that the show, I realized while we were talking, the show has rom-com vibes. And when I say rom-com vibes, I mean that like a romantic comedy like tries to both have heart and comedy in it. And it tries to do that for an hour and a half. And you're like, and most of the time you watch those and you're like, I'm not really convinced you're doing either of these that well. This show felt the same way. I feel like it was trying to both have like not romance, but like heart and comedy. And I was like, I'm not really convinced that you're doing it that well. Like there were parts in it where like, you were like, okay, this seems pretty serious when he's like talking to his wife. But then there are also parts of it, like where at the end of that one episode, they put the satellite into the into the orbit and then freaking China just comes up and like grabs it and just like shuttles off and you're like, is this show trying to be like hilarious or is it trying to have heart? Because I don't know if you're doing either of them that well. And I don't think personally that like with the team that they have right now, um, seeing the way that it's looked, I don't know how convinced I am that they could do both of those things. I feel like they need to commit to one. Yeah, I I hate the commitment thing because like one of the the overarching problems within the show is that uh, Mark's daughter didn't get enough time with him. And he's always like, all right, we're going to spend more time with you. Then he doesn't spend time with her. And in like episode eight or nine, when she's like in a lobby and is like cussing him out, he's like, well, I got something to do right now. And he's like, what's wrong? And then he's like, she's like, they only got 40 seconds with my father. He's like, 
gotta go. And then that was it. Like, he didn't really do anything to wreck himself. <laughs> he just kind of walked away from it. And, like, the whole season, I'm waiting, like, yo, Mark, like, do something for your daughter, G. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he did I mean, but that's the reality of life sometimes, though. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He's no, the head of a whole branch of the military. Um, and also, like, I don't know, I didn't really care for the Dara character. Like, and yes, I did tune in what? and out, so I guess that's not fair. But I tuned, yeah. I must have tuned in and out at the worst points because I was like, <laughs> oh my god, get her out of here. <laughs> I felt like, a little bad when she ordered all that pizza for a party and no one came. I felt bad. Uh, okay, so I tuned out during that. Time. I wasn't there for that. <laughs> I tuned that in that entire I, episode. <laughs> the pizza I tuned. Part. I tuned back in where she like went out with these guys to the desert. Yeah. Okay. And that like again, that was a part that like the that I really feel like I struggle with with like the the are you trying to be funny or are you trying to be serious thing? Because I'm like, she went into the the desert with like a bunch of strangers that she never met before in the backseat of their car, and then they chased her. They chased her. While she was riding a bike, and her dad came down in a helicopter, and they just all laughed it off. I was like, yeah, she could have like, been about serious. to get she raped or killed or some yeah. shit. That looked really fucking serious, and you're just like, ha ha ha, close one, ain't it, honey? Like, what? Yeah. That was. That was I love it. See her again. Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, and also, like, wasn't he just like handcuffed earlier? How did he get out of there? Have the time to grab a helicopter, go get her, and then go back. Like that. I was like, what the hell? Like. I, all I know is that if my daughter was being chased by people on dirt bikes through the desert and I showed up and saved her just in time, my first thing wouldn't be to, ha, 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 you need a ride, honey? Right. right. <laughs> like, what? Oh, wait, it wasn't this the mom fucking with serious. the two? This isn't a joke. Yeah, yeah. By the way. <laughs> so, like, her mom broke out during all that. Like, that's it's huge. Yeah, that's her mom really broke cool. out of jail. But right. then they're like, we're just a show with heart. And you're like... Are you trying to be <laughs> ridiculous or are you part. trying to be serious? I need you to commit to one. Right. Yeah, because yeah, the show it does have good heart moments. Like I feel yeah. like it can do it, but it just it doesn't it want more, to. It, more it plays it safe. Put it back. See, in the I oven. think the show is super safe. Put like, it back in the oven. That's it. It needs a baby. It's built on a meme, but it, but it doesn't fully meme out, which is right. like kind of criminal. For me personally, I think it just has kind of like that Netflix syndrome. I think. Netflix has like a tendency to like I don't know what exactly they mix into their shows that just makes them seem a little bit more staged and forced than like the average show. Um, <laughs> like I don't know what it is. It's like the average show is Vine and Netflix is TikTok for some reason. And I'm like, why do you seem more produced? And I don't get it. Um, but I think overall, um, I would probably give one more uh, give this show like one more season's worth because I think you guys make good points. There are a lot of comedic shows that don't really find their footing till the second season but i i do feel like maybe they need to learn to commit to either having what? heart or being funny and what is your wings oh i have to give it wings yeah. i didn't realize i had to give it wings oh. um give it wings give it wings because i feel bad about giving it the number of wings i'm going to give it because i haven't seen more of it but um it probably probably two drums two drums damn yeah Damn. I I I do a drum in two flats. Damn. What what about you? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Nah. What about you? What do you give it? I'll give oh, it. Oh, I'll damn. give it. I'll give it one. I say one raw flat. <laughs> <and> raw. <laughs> 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 two, 
Yuck. Ew. I'll give it a wing. I'll give it a, a flat and a drum, but the drum fell on the floor. <laughs> yeah, like how quickly did you pick the drum up? Um, it fell, but like it like rolled into stuff. So like, it's no good. it got like dust on it. It got like dust on it. It's no good. Oh no! Sauce on the carpet and stuff. Yeah, you gotta clean it up. You're just pissed. Dog hair. No uh, 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 you're hot. Yeah, because I dropped the show. Like, I I I, I so agree. The show, oh, you dropped the wing. Well, that, that I did. Yeah, yeah. Like, I I mean I I am with you guys as far as like yeah I'll I'll watch the second season when it comes out, but I'll drop that shit again too if it's boring. Like, also, can we imagine if there are any like um, what's what's your name Lisa Kudrow right Michael? Uh. Yeah, yeah, what about her? Are there any fans of her out there that, like, were really excited about seeing this show? I would be pissed to see that she was in jail for the entire show. Yeah, like, that was kind of bad. I would <laughs> low-key be pissed. Yeah. That was a rip. And you also, got fans. Ex- exactly. And, you know, I kind of wonder with the second season if they're going to be, like, if they're ever going to, you know, confront the fact that she broke out of jail, or is it going to just be, like, a joke? I, like, again, it's, is it serious? Is it funny? I don't know. I honestly wouldn't be and her husband's I wouldn't be an surprised if they time jumped again. Oh my god, they time jump again. I'm, I'm a drop I wouldn't this be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if that's how they started. And then, like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he's me- an accessory to her breaking out of jail. Like, and he's the head of his branch. Like, how is that going to work out? Yeah, like, is this going to be like <laughs> the president's going to come down and be like, ha ha, there goes your um, your fugitive wife? Or is it going to be like, you're going to jail for the rest of your life. Or the entire they're going to make a like, joke about Trump or some shit. And, they, and see, this is the thing. They got to own this fucking meme shit if they're going to do it. Like, they got to be like, oh, yeah, Trump bailed her out. All right, we're good. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, own this. The only way to find out is by watching the season two. That's that. Uh, nah, I can watch episode one. We'll see what happens. See, see where it well, <laughs> socials. Yeah, socials. Uh, follow us on... Twitter at between the letter U and me to like the play. Uh, follow us on Facebook at our Facebook fan page at uh, between you and me. Follow us on Instagram at between you and me official, uh, where we will post things on there at some point in time. <laughs> and do you see new videos out next week? <gasps> oh, dead ass? Yeah, yeah. I've been cooking. Oh, I've been yeah. Cooking. Maybe get, you've been getting my emails. Handsome pro. Yeah. Ugly ass pro. Get the fuck out of here. That's why you're about to get schooled in tennis in a couple days. You're a hater. Ooh. I'll give you the Smackdown in tennis. I'll give you pizza, Smackdown and Smash. All right, all right. You're talking Mark, crazy right Mark, now. You're Mark, talking Mark, pretty crazy. Mark will like the type of nigga to dip his fingers in potato salad. Get out of here. What? <laughs> Ew. Ew. Mark, you do that? <laughs> So what if I do? What if I fucking do? Oh no! Don't know what else to that. That's crazy. Really, right in front of my potato salad. (laughs) (laughs) He licks licks his fingers like, ooh, that's good potato salad. Mm, Mayonnaise. (laughs) So good.